Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Rick Jay, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from North Carolina. Today is Monday, February 21st, 2022. We are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the forward to the first edition on page XIII, the first paragraph, beginning with we of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 and reading that one paragraph only. Today's readers are Tuli B and the 12 Steps, Joni C, the 12 Traditions. Our big book readers are Sally P in the text, Barbara P on page 164, and Emily D is our backup reader. Our newcomer greeter is Alana P, and our second hour moderator is Matt JF. The share ID for Sunday, February 20th, 2022, is 18,575. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. Overeaters Anonymous is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a vision for you big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Tuli B. to read the 12 steps. Good morning. Tuli B., compulsive overeater, recovered from California. The 12 steps. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for the knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening, as a result of the steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive readers and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for letting me read. Thank you, Tuli. I will now ask Joni C. to read the 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Joni C., gratefully recovered from Minnesota, but not cured, on the 12 Traditions. 1. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, 
A loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, Every OA group ought to be self, fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Joni. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, at the end of which I will give you a gentle reminder. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the forward to the first edition on page XIII, the first paragraph, beginning with We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 (laughs) and reading through that one paragraph only. I will now ask Sally P. to begin reading. Good morning, Sally P. Recovered in Colorado. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. For them, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary. We think this account of our experiences will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. Many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person, and besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. So um, 
my first, I attended my first OA meeting in 1981, and I was handed a third edition of the big book. Um, and because I wanted to stay abstinent, I devoured it. Um, I just recently had my third edition rebound, and I was amazed at how I highlighted the pages in the, you know, in the first 164 pages, how much highlighting I did. So um, I read those words in the first 164 pages, but they did not resonate with me like the stories in the back did because I ate like Bill drank, and I needed on a regular basis to read those stories. And in those stories, you know, what contained the solution, um, over the many years in, in 12-step programs, I've read many books trying to gain a level of sanity that I still didn't have. I jumped from food plan to food plan, food allergist to food allergist, wondering why I couldn't drop what I thought was my extra weight and still just running self-will run right. I wasn't binging, but I was crazy. Um, finally, five years ago, I admitted to another fellow that I was a dry drunk, and um, I was then led to a retreat where I learned I was still consuming harmful foods, and then I needed to do the steps over and fast. So I did it. Well, I have been given this precious gift called abstinence, and the only book that I use right now today is this AA big book because it contains the path and the action that I have to take so my disease can be arrested one day at a time. You know, it, it, it is that simple. But for me, the work is really hard. But it's no harder than trying to get my absence back after throwing it away. And I, it's, it's a gift. It's truly a gift. Um, this weekend, I attended an OA virtual retreat, retreat, and I was, my God, I was blown away with the technology, and there was like three or four interpreters in different languages, and I'm like, oh, my God, if Bill Wilson could see this now, and um, I honestly wonder if in the next edition of the big book, they'll mention Zoom meetings and phone meetings. Um, I have been stopped in airports by fellows in the 12th fellow 12-steppers because I had my big book in my hand and we would sit there and we would have fellowship. Um, I recently had my third edition of the big book rebound and the guy that rebounded for me um, refused to charge me for it because he looked at this book as a sacred text. His business is repairing sacred texts in his Jewish tradition and he said, I can't charge you. I've had many, many friends. I'm not one of you guys, but I've had many, many, many friends that um, have recovered in that program. Um, this book is sacred to me. Um, I really believe that it was uh, divinely uh, inspired by God and channeled through Bill. That's just how I believe today. Um, Gentle and reminder. I study it. Thank you. I study it continually because right now it's what I need to recover. And I'm thankful that I got to be a part of this meeting. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you so much for getting us started, Sally. Before we get our first group of names, just a reminder that although we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. Please give me your first name only and the first initial of your last name. Who would like to share on what was read today? Tina S. P. No, Hold on just a sec. So who was the first one right before Nancy? Tina S. Tia? Tina. Tina S., sorry. 
I got you, Tina. Who else? Nosa J. Is that uh, Mosa? Nosa, N-O-S-A. Nosa J, okay. Christina L. Christina L, gotcha. We have room for some more. I've got Tina S, Nancy P, Nosa J, Christina L. Couple more. All right, we'll stop right there. Lorraine. Maureen L. Oh, Maureen. Sorry, Maureen L. All right, anybody else want to jump on? All right, Tina S., you're up first, followed by Nancy P. Go ahead, Tina. Hi, I'm Tina, compulsive eater, anorexic, um, recovered in Florida. Thanks so much, Rick, for your service. And, you know, I, I, I continually, when we go back to the beginning of the book and read this first, forward to the first edition, focus on the word we. You know, because when I came here, I didn't think I needed any of y'all. You know, I am here to get what I think I need, I, 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 you know. And um, what I've learned today, and thank you so much for the lead share, was wonderful. You know, we of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, and who have recovered, not cured, but recovered one day at a time from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Because I got here thinking it was, it was my, my problem was food, you know, and it tells me that I have a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And for sure, if I stay in the food or in the booze or in the sex or in the drugs or whatever affliction that I've got, you know, I am going to be in despair, in despair in this ease but you know these people have a way out you know and it talks about precisely exactly how they have recovered and that's the main purpose of this book you know when I first got here and read it I you know it was so over my head you know because I wasn't you know number one I came in through Alcoholics Anonymous so you know I replaced alcohol with food and I was just you know didn't get it you know until finally I was so desperate that I had to get it you know do or die deal you know, and so when I come in and I, you know, and I do this stuff that it talks about in the book, you know, specific instructions, how to recover, you know, then I have a spiritual awakening, you know, and, and I have a transformation that comes about from doing the work that people before me had done and ha- have done it with me. You know, let's, you know, I had sponsors who was, come on over, let's sit down, let's read this stuff line for line, let's highlight, let me tell you what I have highlighted, let me tell you my experience, strength, and hope, and so that I can you know, make the choice one day at a time if I want this thing too, you know. And I love that the stories in the back of the book were talked about. I read them all the time. I can so relate. You know, I did also eat and drink like Bill drank, you know. And so today I have the opportunity one day at a time to recover and to be recovered as, as those in the book have. And, and through that, you know, I'm so extremely grateful. So looking forward to the shares. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much, Tina S. Uh, Nancy P., you're up next, followed by Nosa J. Go ahead, Nancy. Hi, good morning. Thank you, Rick, for your service, and good morning, everybody. Nancy P. calling from West Newton, Massachusetts, right next to Boston. So um, a hopeless state of mind and body, that's what I recover from, not compulsive overeating, not alcoholism. My mind was broken, and um, 
but I'm, it's, it's not broken anymore. I'm recovered from that broken state of mind and body. Um, amazingly. And, you know, these pages were, con- were so convincing to me that no further authentication was necessary once I surrendered. And, um, you know, we tried, some, or I tried so many other methods, you know. They say in the book, here are some of the methods we tried. And um, I had all these methods that I was trying, all these rabbit holes that I would go down. And, um, they, of course, they, they didn't work. But once I surrendered, once I surrendered, once I surrendered, surrender, 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 I didn't need to look for any other data. And they say, we think this account of our experiences so that's like a chart of data. I, I love these words that sort of bolster my, um, you know, my sort of, you know, clinical mind. I like to approach this problem in a clinical sense. Um, and I'm allowed to do that. I find what I need here. And what I love about no further authentication is necessary, including my, um, my conception of a power greater than myself. You know, I made it up for myself by myself, for myself, <clears throat> and I have not ever had it fail me in any way, shape, or form. I'm open to expanding my conception, to re- stretching, but as I say to my sponsors, I'm not going to throw my back out to get there because so far it hasn't failed me. I haven't hurt myself with food in, in years. I help other people and I'm happy, joyous, and free. Check, check, check. If I'm missing something, I'd like to know what it is. And um, this book is all that I need to stay there, to get there and stay there, um, to get those three things. Don't hurt myself with food, help other people, happy, joyous, and free. And um, yeah, with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. Nosa J, you're up next, followed by Christina L. Go ahead, Nosa. Good morning. It's Nosa J from Houston. compulsive overeater and um, the one sentence that I love about this um, paragraph here is the many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person next to that um, in my book I have a sick person trying to get well not a bad person trying to be good and you know I've always thought of myself as you know oh I'm eating bad or oh I'm just like I can't help it you know and so today is day one again for me, and, you know, I I love reading this because it's how you all got got recovered, and that's what I want. Um, but the thing is, is that I have to be a part of my recovery as well and not half-assed it because the past I've been just half-assed in it. When I did have recovery, I was in the middle with the herd. It's one of my friends says I have to be in the middle of the herd. And um, for the past year, I've been edging. I've been on the edge um, and out of the herd, you know, not even, like, trying to get one foot in. And, um, you know, today, um, Saturday was a year that before uh, my mom passed away a year ago. And... Um, you know, so I just given myself a year, and and this morning I prayed, um, I did my reading, and I'm here on the line today, and you know I'm sharing. You know that's being a part of my recovery, and um, I'm hoping just to continue to be in the middle. That's 
that's where I want to be today. So um, that's all I have. Thank you so much for your service. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, Nosa J. Christina L., you're up next, followed by Maureen L. Go ahead, Christina. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for your service. Christina L., recovered compulsive overeater from Safety Harbor, Florida. And um, I have a confession. Um, I I um, recognize last week that I had this attitude or thought process going on that I couldn't get anything new from the big book, that I've heard it, I've read it so many times, that there is not anything possibly that is going to stand out that I have not seen before. And the reason I'm, I guess the reason I'm just sharing that is just because I just need to put it out there because I have this delusional thinking that, you know, people think that I'm perfect. And I try to make people think that I'm perfect. And I am far from perfect. And um, I am just really grateful for the shares that uh, preceded me and stuff. They were just really powerful. And ever since recognizing that thought that I've been having the last, um, it hasn't even been a week, but it was last week that I started to recognize it. You know, I am seeing things in such a different way, and I'm currently going through another uh, study of the steps um, with another uh, fellow, just kind of casually, just doing it on our own together. And I am really being blown away by what I am hearing all over again, and especially with this meeting starting all over again. And... um, Uh, the other thing too is that, you know, if I hadn't have recognized that thought, you know, I probably would have been spinning my wheels again and probably calling back in and being, in, uh, saying that I'm in relapse again or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but I know for today that I have recovered from a seemingly hopeless mind, of body, and spirit, and that's one of the other things that has just really been coming to my mind lately. These memories that are popping up on my Facebook page of like I went back to Weight Watchers today and that was 11 years ago and stuff and um, you know being able to share that with my my Facebook friends and family like I don't remember going back to Weight Watchers then I just remember like being completely utterly defeated and hopeless and not wanting to do anything else anymore and I had shared like I had shared that, and um, someone had asked what I had done to uh, stop dieting, basically. And, you know, thank God I um, was able to be of service because, you know, that's my primary purpose today is to be of service. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much for your service. (laughs) Thank you, Christina L. Maureen L., you're up next, then we'll take some more names. Go ahead, Maureen. Uh, thank you. I was just adjusting my phone. Uh, my name is Maureen L. a compulsive overeater and food addict from Massachusetts. And I'm glad to, to speak today because I'm usually listening to everyone on the train before I get on a bicycle. And it's just so um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to participate. And I'm uh, also just grateful to, to be starting the big book again uh, through this process. 
because I have been in OA kind of an embarrassingly long time and still don't have it. I I put down flour and sugar five years ago, but I'm not yet happy, joyous, and free. And while I have accepted that I'm powerless over food, you know, my program hasn't been tight relative to working the steps. And I'm busy. I'm a working mother for kids, and I have a, a demanding job. And I had cancer, and I got a master's degree last year. Um, but I was able to do that, but somehow not do the workbook every day and not go through the steps and take the action that's required. So even though food has been down, uh, the spiritual awakening uh, relative to, I think, what I hear on the line, uh, it requires not, it's not a powerlessness in that way. It's a dedication commitment to the program. And in that way, I've shown up in some ways, but there's still so much more to do. So I'm grateful for this kind of refresh of being able to go around a new time and to recommit to my program and doing it better. And by doing it better, I mean not doing it perfectly because that's a perfectionism is a curse I also hold, but by getting in and working the tools and the steps in addition to just measuring the food or putting it down or certain substances because to recover, I think only comes from that because I hear it in the voices that I hear on this line. And so to all those voices that I hear on the line daily, thank you so much for the hope that you share for all of us. And thank you for those of us that you service. And while I never wanted an eating disorder and while I have cursed many times this affliction, I know at root that this is an invitation for my higher power to be a better person. And I am a better person today um, than I was when I was certainly in the depths of my addiction and the hope that's here for those of us who are willing to do the work and uh, just surrender that we're powerless over this and our lives are unmanageable, but we can be restored in a whole new way. We awakened in a new ways. Just a great, great, great promise that I hold on to daily, which I hear and the hope that I hear here every day. So I wish everyone a wonderful day, a wonderful President's Day and a great to Great to be able to participate. Thanks so much. Thank you, Maureen L. Before we continue with our second group of names, we are in the forward to the first edition, page XIII. The first paragraph beginning with We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100, and reading through that one paragraph only. And though we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. Who else would like to share with us? Janice P.M. Lynn S. Janice Blanc- P.M. Lynn S. Blanca B.G. Uh, what was it? How do you say your name again? Sorry. Bl- uh, Blanca. B-L-A-N-C-A. Blanca B.G. Okay. Who else? Anna W. Gotcha, Anna. Nancy R. Nancy R. Mm-hmm. Pat H. Pat H. All right, we'll stop right there. We'll probably have time for some more. We'll uh, start off with Janice PM and then uh, followed by Lynn S. Go ahead, Janice. Yes, good morning to you, Rick, and everyone. My name is Janice P.M. I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive reader from Massachusetts. 
Well, you know, um, this this paragraph is very powerful. Uh, <laughs> there's so much in it. It says, um, first of all, these people that wrote this book were recovered. Now, they were alive when they were writing this book, right? So, and it wasn't one person. It wasn't 40 40 people. It started out with 40 people. But then it became 100. And they were already, you know, before the book was written, they were recovered again. They, but they, because of the book, they, you know, was Alcoholics Anonymous. 100 men and women, not just, you know, like I said, one person who have recovered. Well, what does that mean? We can see that word again and again and again. Well, and it was mentioned, but I'm going to say it again. That means that I am not cured when I follow this book precisely. Well, what does that mean, I'm not cured? Well, you know, I came in, I was abstinent, but, you know, then I would start again. Um, but not cured means I have this illness that I'm going to have it till the day I die, no matter if I'm abstinent, no matter if I go through the steps, because I'm not safe. I'll still have that illness of the mind and body. You know, of course, I didn't even think I had a mental illness. I knew something was wrong with my body and my eating. So they have recovered from a seemingly, like myself, I thought I was hopeless. Nothing's got because I, I tried everything, and so didn't they. But you see, a seemingly hopeless state of mind, like I didn't get that part. I'm all right in my mind. You know, I work, I have a business, blah, blah, blah. I have money. But the body, yeah, you know, I couldn't stop and then when I did stop, I couldn't start again. So this book is showing us, me, you, my goodness, no other book showed me this, to show other compulsive overeaters, other alcoholics, precisely, wow, precisely, exactly, clearly, specifically. Wow, what a, what a, what a ray of hope. That it's going, because it's the main purpose, means they're going to show me a solution to my problem. (laughs) And, you know, it's going to be, this is their experiences. And, you know, it's a a hundred, over a hundred, not just one person writing this book, over a hundred. Just like on this meeting, we hear over hundreds, thank you, that's going to tell us how they recovered because we have i am a very sick person uh and uh with that i will pass thank you janice pm lynn s you're up next followed by blanca bg go ahead lynn good morning this is lynn s recovered compulsive overeater in toronto canada we of alcoholics anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. Could there be anything more hopeful? Could there be any, anything almost more sacred? Not to this desperate, miserable, miserable, 
beaten down 140 pound overweight woman I this is the part of the big book that brings me to tears not tears of sadness not tears of misery but tears of hope there is a way out it's it's sacred to me absolutely sacred to me I can remember the first time I ever read it I can remember seeing it and I didn't read this first that's for sure I certainly didn't start at the beginning of the book I read it after I'd been in program for a while and that's what made it so helpful too because I had a bit of the experience I had a bit of the feeling already and this just was such a heart opening words to read yes I am on the right path yes I haven't gone down another rabbit hole of this will fix it or I'm going to do this and this will be all right and all those things that I had tried before but these two lines were the confirmation that my mind and soul was on the right path I am so grateful to this meeting to the people who came before to Bill and Bob to God for providing a way out a way to recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body and not only is it a way it's precisely Lynn do this and you will recover I am so grateful I am in awe I'm sitting here remembering the last 32 years of my life and program Central reminder. Thank you, God. Thank you, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Lynn S. Blanca BG, you're up next, followed by Anna W. Go ahead, Blanca. Blanca, hit star one to unmute. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I sure can. Oh, wonderful. This is Blanca BG from Inverness, Florida. Um, what sticks out in the paragraph for me is a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And, you know, what I was thinking about was about a year ago when there, uh, when I was, I was listening, uh, of course, to the meeting, as, you know, I usually do, and there was this one woman who would share every now and again. And the reason she sticks out in my mind is because she she'd start to talk and she'd start she'd talk very low very low and very kind of hesitant and like i don't know she struck me as like someone who felt she didn't have the right to talk that that's that's how i felt that's how her voice sounded to me well fast forward about uh 6 months 6 8 months later and I'm on the phone in the meeting, and the same woman speaks, and oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it, her voice. It was, it was happy, 
and I could hear her distinctly. She was articulate, and it was like it was the same. I could tell it was the same voice, but I thought a different person, a different person. She no longer sounded like she had a seemingly hopeless state of mind. She sounded like she had found the miracle. I could tell in her voice, I thought she found the miracle. And uh, that pretty much made my day and pretty much summed up the reason I continue to be in this program. Seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. It's not just in our minds, but it shows in everything that we do when we were in program and we are recovering and we are present in our lives. It was a beautiful thing to hear. (laughs) Anyway, um, on that, I will pass. Uh, thank you so much, Blanca BG. Anna W., you're up next, followed by Nancy R. Go ahead, Anna. Hi, everybody. Good morning. I'm Anna W. from Land Lakes, Florida. So today is um, day 15 of abstinence and recovery after her long, long time and long history of relapsing and gaining some abstinence but without recovery. And I'm at a pivotal place where I think I always get to in my recovery, um, it happens early for me. I start to grow my my egoic mind, and for me, that's my disease. And I need to always go back to these words on the page to remind me of the desperation. So what happens is I start to lose the desperation of why I came back and how I came back into this program because there's no other answer for me. And but the desperation starts to fade, um, and and it's like I have amnesia to it. And so I need these warnings, these these very specific words, but also the hope. And in this one paragraph, there's just so much of it. I need to hear that and read that there is recovery available, and that I came in here with a hopeless state of mind and body and that I am a very sick person and that I too can gain recovery. I can be in recovery and I can, there is a fellowship for me. um, And this time in recovery, I have done things that I never would have been willing to do before, including sharing, um, reading the big book every morning. And I would always do the bare minimum. And um, it it always kept me sick. The bare minimum kept me sick. I have a very strong ego, I have a very strong will, and all of those things kept me very very sick. Um, so this this first paragraph is also so hopeful. I I love recovery. I love how I feel in recovery, and I'm grateful that. This first paragraph just was so much to pull me in and to keep me reading. Thank you. Have a great day. I pass. Thank you so much, Anna W. Nancy R., you're up next, followed by Pat H. Go ahead, Nancy. Okay. Thank you. And uh, thank you for your service. And, you, you know, I just love the format of this meeting. It is really interesting to hear other people's perspectives 
uh, the thing that stands out to them. And this in this reading, what stood out for me was our way of living. And I am just so grateful that I found this way of living. I love the way I live my life. You know, I I get up in the morning. I get up early. Now, I'm retired, and I had said when I retired, I was going to stay in bed till noon every day. No, I get up early. I do my prayers, my meditation. I get on this meeting. I go. I get on another prayer service. I talk to sponsors in the morning. I go exercising. I swim. I do um, cardios. Uh, I just live life. I live life. And I know that if I wasn't in this program at 340 pounds in 1993, I might be dead today. Because on the conservative side, if I had gained just 10 pounds a year or 20 pounds a year, I'd be close to 900 pounds by now. But by the grace of God of this program, you know, (laughs) I haven't believed of uh, of you know over a hundred pounds, over a hundred pounds when I came in the program after dieting and trying everything, I wrote an article for an OA publication, and I was it was about gratitude, and I was listing all the things that I'm grateful for in the program, and finally before I sent it in, I said, oh I didn't mention my hundred and pound weight loss that I that I've had for 28 years because. This program is much more. It's more than about losing weight. It's more than about losing weight. What I value most of all is my relationship with God, a true Nancy, we just lost you. Uh, you've, uh, if you could come back. back on. I guess that was my cue to shut up. Uh, but anyway, I'm just really grateful for this, for the way of life that this program, because it says in the big book that this program is a design for living. That's exactly what it is. I ate because that was my solution, but this program is a design for living, and I thank God from the bottom of my heart that I found it. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Nancy R., and Pat H., you're up next, and then we'll have time for a couple more names. Go ahead, Pat. Good morning. My name is Pat. I'm a compulsive overeater, now from southwest Florida, originally from central New York State. Um, nine years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, nine years ago, I came into my first OA meeting um, struggling terribly with weight and binge eating and could not understand why. And the group I walked into was reading the big book one paragraph at a time. Had no idea why I had to read about alcoholics because I had no problem with that, but stuck around long enough to, you know, hear the message and have a great sponsor who worked big book with me and lost 75 pounds. And I had a spiritual awakening. Um, And I'm extremely grateful for that and for this program. My food has been very loose though lately and I've, you know, been picking up and I binged a week ago and frustrated, angry, and mostly it's because, excuse me, mostly it's because I, I want to do it my way. I want to do this alone and I know I can't. I am sick. I need help and I can't do this alone. Um, I, I've learned all that, but I'm a quick forgetter and I go back to my, 
my disease is cunning and baffling and tells me that it's okay to have a little of this on your salad or it's okay to taste a little of that. Um, I've reached out to people who are going to help me figure out exactly what it is in my food that's triggering me, that's bringing me back to the food. Um, but mostly I have to get on my knees every day and pray for the willingness and then the ability to stick to what I'm going to say I'm going to do for the day with my food, to weigh and measure everything, just not part of what I'm doing. Um, and I have to get on my knees and ask for that. And by the grace of my higher power, who I call God, I will receive it. And I'm grateful for this meeting this morning. Thank you very much. And I pass. Thank you so much, Pat H. All right. So we do have uh, room for uh, maybe three more people. Um, Cindy, who else would like to share? Gail C. Uh, from New Hampshire. Katie G. from Boston. Katie, I heard you. And uh, there was a couple other people that I, I had a little bit of a, a knot. I was didn't hear you. Um, a couple more names. Vanita L. Vanita? Vanita. Okay, go we on, please. Vanita. So we what are on. We are on. Alice page G. X. Okay, Alice D. So that's all the names I'm going to take, and uh, we are on page XIII. Uh, forward to the first edition, reading the first paragraph. We of Alcoholics Anonymous. Katie, you are up, followed by Vanita. Go ahead, Katie. Hey, Rick, good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is KG Recovered. Recovering, recovered, compulsive eater in Boston, as one of my mentors says. You know, I've been in the rooms for 17 years. I have only been abstinent for um, going on uh, my six and a half year right now um, because of a break with uh, exercise bulimia. And I've had a real hard time, like, with this recovered idea, right? Like, and it's been always because of my mind. So for me today, um, you know, I don't, I really stay out of the debate because I've ceased fighting anything or anyone. And I just, I follow the text and the, the text tells me I'm recovered, but okay. So, so what does that mean? It means that for today, I'm a compulsive eater of the hopeless variety. I have a history of many different facets of compulsive eating. I've been 228 pounds, I've been 110 pounds, blah, blah, blah. But for me, recovered today means that for these however many hours I'm awake, I'm not binging, I'm not purging, I'm not overeating, my food's not a little sloppy, um, I'm not suffering from compulsive eating, I'm living my life. I want to say, though, I continue to be a sick person. I don't have alcoholism. I have alcoholism. And the most important thing for me that, you know, y'all have taught me is that I am not cured. And in fact, I honestly find that the more I trudge, the closer I have to be but not just to this book and not just to the steps and not just to all of you, but to God, because the whole purpose of this process is to get me a relationship with God. And the saddest thing that I did not know when I was relapsing 
was that it wasn't about finding a sponsor who would say, yes, Katie, you're not on step one. You can continue to mess around. You can, you know, make your food like a muffin or you can, you know, bend your brains out while writing your step four. Like I'm staying out of that debate because at the end of the day, what does it affect? It affects my relationship with God. And, and who is God? God is the power. You know, um, the book tells me if you, if you are atheist or agnostic, I feel bad for you, right? Because you're missing out on the, the, the big circus. The whole purpose is to get a relationship with God who will restore me to sanity for these 24 hours. I'm never going to be cured. I've got to keep trudging with all of you. Trust God, clean house, and help others. With that, I do pass. Perfect timing there, Katie G. All right, uh, Vanetta, I need to initial your last name. You're up next, followed by Alice. Too. Go ahead, Vanetta. So it's <clears throat> Vanita L. And I'm in Georgia. And I'm really I'm amazed how emotional I feel that we're at the beginning of the book again and feeling very grateful to those first hundred people who did the work showed us that there was a way out and who wrote a book purely out of wanting to do service to help other people to relieve us of these hopeless um, conditions. So I'm recovered and not cured. Not cured reminds me that I always have to work this program of steps in my way of life. And I'll tell you, I remember when I got back in the 12 steps a couple of decades ago, I wasn't planning, I was planning on graduating. I'm like, they, they say I'm not going to graduate. No, I'm graduating. If you think I'm staying around here for very long, I'm not going to. And now I stay here because it's my way of life. And I need other people to help me. Benita, sorry to interrupt. Uh, you're getting a little bit garbly there. Is, is there any oh. way to make a, an, a is little this, adjustment? Is this better? Is this better, right? Rick? Yes. So um, I need all of you, and then I need newcomers to help me remind me of how bad it can be. And I'm just grateful for the program, and I'm grateful for every person who's here on this line today. Pat. Thank you so much, Bonita L. Alice G., you're up next. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for taking the meeting this morning. Alice G., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Wisconsin. So grateful um, to be reading this paragraph. I just had to jump on the bandwagon today because that paragraph just gives me so much hope. Um, it's been over a year now for me, thanks to God, that I've, I've eaten compulsively or taken, um, taken that alcoholic substance into my body. And I am still a baby in this program, I feel like, but I know that God is going to reveal more to me because I am abstinent. And it is uncomfortable sometimes. Yesterday, I was feeling some grief over a family situation, and I have to feel the feelings now. But we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You know, I am not in the pantry anymore by myself. I can be with my family. I can feel these feelings. I can be with you guys. 
and try to be of service and help God's kids to trudge the road of happy destiny that we just read a week ago or whatever. You know, we walk slowly and carefully together. Um, those words recovered, removed, relieved, they hold a great amount of promise and hope to me today. And um, I know this program works. Um, sometimes some of us have to be beat up pretty bad by the food before we can surrender and do what we need to do to get to God. Um, but we don't have to do it alone. So we capitalize, note that too, throughout the book as we start. There's so many we's. And, um, and that's referring to the first 100 who gave us um, this program through God's grace and mercy. And um, I'm just so grateful to be doing it with you guys today. And um, I just have to say, yay, God. So I'll pass with that. Thanks. Thank you, Alice G. I have time for uh, another two-minute share if somebody wants to take that. Cindy F., North Carolina. Cindy this is F., Meg. go ahead. Hi, Rick. Um, hi, everyone. I just wanted to quickly share how grateful I am today for this program. I started probably the end of May of last year, and um, and I have almost nine months of sobriety, and God, just listening to the shares this morning, someone shared about everyone on this line and and all the fellows before us. They they carved a way for us to to get out of the um, seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And I'm just so grateful for that. I woke up late this morning, and my initial response was one of panic and. God just kind of sat on me and said, you don't have to be crazy. And, and that's, that's the miracle of this program, that we don't have to be crazy. There's a way out. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Cindy S. Uh, anybody got a minute you want to take us out on? Hi, this is Shelly CR from Minnesota Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Yep, go ahead. Um, I just want to thank everyone this morning for being on the line and for all of your shares. Um, I came into this program uh, about two and a half years ago or so. Um, and, uh, you know, while I've had the wonderful uh, food neutrality and this program has helped me in so many ways, there's some recent things that are happening right now that is really bringing to light my defects of character. Um, and I'm grateful that I don't go back into the food and I need this program and all of the shares from you to help me move forward um, in a way that is not insanity, like how I used to do things. Um, and so helpful that these meetings uh, help me bring, be focused on my connection with my higher power. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much. And could you please um, give me your first name and first initial of your last name one more time? Uh, for the last person who shared, could you please give me your um, first name and uh, your initial of your last name? Sorry, I didn't hear that because I hit a button. 
Yes, could you give me your first name and first initial, your last name, please? Uh, Shelly C.R. Shelly C.R., thank you so much. I didn't quite get it the first time, so thank you for taking us out. All right, so thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Monday, February 21st, 2022, is 18,578. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Barbara P. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is Barbara P. So sorry, Barbara P. Recovered Compulsive Overeater. <clears throat> Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. <clears throat> Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.